Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm delighted to say we have Eric today, who's a campaign analyst. Eric, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. And you, Tom? Yeah, very good, buddy. Great. Eric? Can we start off by you telling everyone a little bit about yourself and your career to date, please? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm super happy to participate in this podcast and, and collaborate a bit. And and also happy with this, this space where like so many other professionals of different areas in marketing discuss like a, a lot of different topics in marketing. So and I just want to share with you that the, the podcast is on my list already as a way to expand part of my skills. Uh, so it's super great. So thanks very much for that. Oh, uh, thank you. So like so like first of all, uh, I'm I'm a marketer like for for a long time already. So I, I'm a Brazilian citizen, live in Ireland for the last eight years, and and working in, like in digital marketing for the past ten years plus. Uh, but in marketing itself around like since 2005, so around like 17, 18 years in total, like in different companies, businesses, like in different positions as well. So, and I did my transition to digital marketing around like say like 2010, 2011, where like companies were like start increasing exponentially their marketing budgets into digital marketing. Uh, and I'd say that uh, at that time was a, a lack of knowledge what we could it could be done. Uh, so lots of companies, especially like uh, small and medium businesses, I think they have their websites. Some of them have kind of they were forced to interact with like customers and social media channels, for example, but uh, they didn't know yet exactly what to do. So how to create like a better planning and what they could have like a good return and and what kind of like different campaigns they could set and the types of goals and KPIs and how to track their campaigns as well. So it was, I'd say, a lot of uh, uh, um, actions, implementing a lot of actions like testing and how you could improve this and, and bring a better result. So I think that was kind of like the the scenario and the first decade of like the twenty first century, I'd say, like two thousand two thousand ten. So in like two thousand ten two thousand eleven, I think that the Martech industry has been a bit more consolidated as an industry, and then I think they're like kind of creating a lot of. Uh, things to support marketers and then they are like uh, help helping them how to manage better their efforts and track better their campaigns. Uh, but I believe everything developed at that time at that time served as kind of a guide for what you have at the moment. Obviously a, a lot of things progress a, a lot of uh, uh, so they're still doing a lot of new things every year and uh, and and developing new uh, new features of the things that the solutions that we already have in the market, but uh, all of that then like where we can assess better our campaigns and integrate all our marketing uh, actions and, and technologies that helps a lot marketeers how to manage their work, their uh, their plans, and, and actually get a better return investment overall. So I, I'd say that the world has changed changed a lot and and for some so for someone that me that started 
and and the health industry working in the hospital and the B2B B2C sector uh, and then where you have I think as the kind of industry that have a lot of regulations around like advertising and and marketing actions and etc and then and and that jumped to someone that jumped after to FMCG that was like much more like product de- product uh, development management part and uh, worked in like in tech companies B2B for example uh, and I I could see that a lot of sectors that are, aren't traditionally um, in marketing like for example tech B2B uh, I think they were kind of uh, obligated to develop their brands more and also different actions to help them to uh, uh, to help them in the in, in, in the sales process and the, their sales funnel. So I believe they they're much more aware uh, of their their sales funnel. I think because of that, and then what kind of actions they could uh, they need to do for each part of their funnels and and the expected result and and bring the expected result for the company. Uh, so and yeah, like I, since I've I've moved to Ireland and in 2014, I've been working uh, as a, a digital marketer, so digital exec manager and in, in in marketing area in the sec in the tech sector, like B two B and B two C, much more B two B. So I had experience in like SaaS company and a, and, a, and a cloud company as well, and in a giant media advertising company where I I was. I started working with much more with like programmatic media uh, in 2017, 26, 2017, I'd say, 2017, 2018. And then, uh, and then until my, my current uh, position that I'm, I'm much more focused in campaign analyze management and uh, in the programmatic, for, with programmatic media for like a, a, a media company in the, in the tourism sector. And uh, what would you see as your main strength in digital now? Uh, I I think that uh, because I've been working with like programmatic media and what when I was in this uh, in the in this in this other company uh, that I worked uh, in the sales side of programmatic media, I I learned a lot of this side, like helping publishers how to how they could monetize better their inventory. And now working in the buy side, like buying media directly for a lot of different clients. But again, in the programmatic area as well, as I, I kind of know a bit of the two different worlds. So I'd say that uh, my strength now could be like more in programmatic at the moment. Brilliant. And like, do you have an example of your success in programmatic? Something you could share with our audience about, you know, how to do it and how to be successful in it? Yeah. So, uh, well, uh, in and uh, um, and the sales side, I think it's like uh, uh, th- there are a lot of uh, a lot of things you, you could do and like how you could manage better your your ad inventory. So, I think uh, ob- obviously it depends of the sector you are in. Like, for example, like media sector, and then like what 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 content you're doing and how how what type of the um, what type of ads you're going to for example place in those specific areas in those specific places on your, on your web on your website as well but then uh, a, a lot of things that you could do how you're you're selling your 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 ad inventory to your um uh, to the advertisers as well so 
I think data is a really is a really important part of how you you see the work you're doing and what the results you're bringing to the company. So to be aware that uh, what, how you're managing uh, your edge inventory, I think that's the best thing that uh, you could do. Uh, you know how you could uh, do better, like for example, how you could push more one another area. Uh, and I think for, 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 for the buy side, obviously uh, everything that we could do, you could do in terms like of uh, like, uh, like, from the setting up the campaign until like uh, uh, creating like the specific audience to uh, reach uh, to target the specific uh, people that you want uh, and bring the specific results as well. So it's just there are a lot of different actions. I think that there's not one specific that I want I I, I could highlight. Uh, but yeah, I think data probably is the most important part of the work that we do to manage better doesn't matter if in the buy side or the sell side uh, how how you could do better the work we are already doing and what softwares uh, when you talk the buy and the seller side what software would you refer to yeah so at the moment i work with uh, uh with two programmatic channels two programmatic uh, channels that was like uh, google dv360 and zander as well so it uh, depends of the type of campaign we run, we use one on another. So I think the campaigns that uh, demand a, a higher, like a, a bigger inventories. So like DV360 Google offers like a, a, a better a better solution, I'd say. But I, I think for uh, other types of campaigns, I think Xander has a, a good uh, and has a good inventory as well, especially when it comes like to CTV, for example. That's brilliant because I believe Xander's been recently bought by Microsoft. So, yeah. um, can you explain to everyone how Xander works and and how you set that up? Because I'm sure loads of listeners have heard about programmatic and, and want to know the softwares and what options they have. So, could you uh, explain Xander for us? Yeah, yeah. Well, like Xander is like a programmatic media. So, and then. Uh, the way you said, like, is similar that the way you said, for example, uh, the 360 the way you said campaigns. Uh, so it's not uh, it's it's not that complicated, but the same the the same way that you said campaigns on the 360 you, you said on Zander. So all the parts like setting up the your 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 IOs, your insertion orders, like uh, creating your line items, and then. Creating the, the audiences you're going to uh, uh, you're going to select for each one of the uh, those line items and what kind of uh, strategy that you have for your campaign as well. So it's type of goals, the type of KPIs you're gonna you're gonna to to track as well. So yeah, uh, I I think especially when it comes to to CTV, for example, I think Xander offers like a really good uh, inventory. Uh, because it, it, if I'm not wrong, I think they came from like a media company that were like really uh, specialized in 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 CTV before, and like in in digital uh, in TV ads before. So I think they have kind of good expertise in this area. But yeah, so a, a lot of things have been developed in this in this area. So uh, I think they they offer like it, it's it's a really good platform. And where where do you go for for insights and new information? 
Well, I think like internal and like especially because I'm working in a media company, so we have a lot of internal information that you can assess in in our database. So that's I think is the main point. Uh, so similar. Uh, clients in similar areas, for example, obviously I'm working in a media company that works in the uh, uh, in the tourism sectors. That, but for example, if I'm talking about a campaign for like hotels, so and I'm I wanted to see how is the um, is the the is the CPM or how is there like some specific KPIs for like uh, any geos specifically or like any type of hotels as well so i could go internally and check those information that could serve me serve to me as a guide and i really important but also there are other informations that we can have we can get from the commercial team so the commercial team is it's my main client at the moment i don't talk directly with clients but then getting information for the commercial team i think it's crucial because i can get more uh, information how these 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 clients are working and how the, uh, they are doing and how the the strategy they're using, for example. So uh, getting those uh, external information extra as well that help helps me a lot to how to to manage better the campaigns. Brilliant. And Eric, let's talk about you for a second. Is there any areas you're looking to upskill into? Yeah, absolutely. I think that there are a lot of them, uh, but I think the main one is the data, the data management part. I think uh, I there is a kind of a lack on my on my on my on my CV. I'd say in this in this part, I think the main one is because I've never uh, worked so much with data before. Before I worked in the my previous company, that was Google, and uh, so. Before that, I think I never worked. So, and I have like only some few years working like in the data management part. So like SQL, like SQL, it's, it's one of the, the main points that I've been developed, but I, I think that I still have to develop a bit, a bit more. And Tableau as well, that I, we use Tableau and my current company. So it, it allows us to create like, you know, interactive dashboards with the, to help with data visualization is really focused on and, and, and BI, and I think it's really uh, important, especially when managing uh, a lot of different campaigns in different areas with like different KPIs and et cetera. It helps a lot to have a uh, to have an overview of everything. Yeah, I bet it does. Tableau, yeah, I can imagine it works really well with the programmatic platforms. Yeah. Um, and looking at the digital industry as a whole, obviously you work for Google, is there anything in the future or anything that really excites you that might be happening in the next couple of years? Yeah, I, yeah, good question. I think when, when, I, when I came to my current company, uh, I was like thinking that uh, to keep working in the media sector, I think it was something that I would like to. So obviously, like Google, uh, it's, it's a giant company and it, it offered me a lot of knowledge uh, to expand my knowledge and then to get new skills, like, for example, in programmatic. But uh, uh, so keep working in the media sector. It's, I think it's, it's my main intention. I'm pretty happy in the work I'm doing at the moment and, and the company as well. But I think if I'm not in my current company, so probably I would like to keep working in the media sector because it's like so 
dynamic. It's so so many things happening at the same time, and it ha- it helps me a lot to to grow and expand my knowledge and get new skills and learn how the work it's 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 uh, uh, how the world is working and etc. So I think it's a uh, working in, in the media sector. I think it's a uh, it's 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 the right place for me, uh, considering that my previous experiences and what I wanted for my future. Brilliant answer. And Eric, we always end the show on this question, which is if you could bottle up one personality trait yourself that you could pass on to others, what would it be? Wow, it's a, it's, it's a super great question. <laughs> um, well, uh, there are a couple of personalities, like uh, like Brazilian personalities, like, uh, like uh, American personalities, but I'd say that uh, everything that I've heard, that I saw, and uh, that I followed from from Barack Obama, I think it's uh, it's one personality that I kind of uh, inspire me in in a lot of ways. Uh, so and yeah, I I think Barack Obama, like for everything have he's he represented to not only to United States, but I think for the world in general, like uh, how to give like hope for a lot of people. Uh, there are a lot of things in in, in the that I was expecting more in the the political uh, politically from him, but uh, like in general, I think he's a really good personality that I, I admire and then inspires me a lot. Yeah, what brilliant answer! And lastly, Eric, if anyone wanted to touch base with you, I'm sure there would be people that might want to know about programmatic and and you know your work, your analytics work. Uh, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, I, I think my Instagram account, my sorry, my uh, LinkedIn account is the is the best the best way. I think uh, it's like uh, uh, LinkedIn.com uh, slash Eric uh, O L I V. Uh, Eric, it's E R I K O L I V. So I think is the is the, the the best way to uh, to contact me. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks everyone for listening, and thank you, Eric, for being on the show. No problem. Thank you.